Hello and welcome to week five. Week five. I'm losing count. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'm Tommy. Um, this is in case you missed it, and I'm joined today by Steve. Hello. I'm always here. How you doing? And I'm by. Hi guys. I'm always here. Well, you're not always here, though, are you? You haven't got a hundred percent record, like me, James. Uh, we'll see. James is here. We're doing stuff right now. I, I am here, still, misconsistent. Oh, you almost wasn't. He was on the edge. Almost wasn't, but I am. That's you are. Right, we've got a big, big, big show today, so let's jump on with it. Um, first, let's talk about we're on iTunes still, don't forget, rate review. It's very helpful for us, it's very important. Um, we haven't decided on a giveaway. Uh, so, yeah. If Crisp high five, that's enough. We'll, we'll, still, we'll, have, we'll have a meeting. <laughs> uh, also, just a reminder, we've got in a couple of weeks um, our Marvel Station, S-T-A-T-I-O-N, because it's an acronym, um, review coming up. So we're going to go... Stand- yeah, what does it stand for, Tommy? What does Station stand for? It stands for Science, Technology, and Technology Involving uh, Often... NASA. Spawn, <laughs> actually, I'm really impressed. <laughs> technology and technology. So, Marvel Station, it's got NASA, it's got Marvel, Excel Center. What more do you need? Yeah, we'll, we'll give you the, the full review in a couple of weeks. And we'll give you what it actually stands So, new trailers. We actually had to go through the trailers this week and cut some down because there's so many. So many. Trailers. Yeah, there's so many. Um, and some of them are really good. So, so, let, so, let's jump in. Firstly, Captive State. I don't really know what this is, but it looked quite cool. There was some like interesting, sort of provocative imagery. It looked like a kind of 1984 thing. John Goodman's in there. I like him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when we saw the trailer, I first thought it was like political. It was like, oh, yeah, you know, the state's always watching. It's the government's fault. We've always been surveyed. And they're just brewing a massive alien ship. Yeah. Like, yeah we're yeah, going sci-fi. So it's a weird kind of like, mashup of genres. I'm excited for it. It kind of reminds me a bit of like the last purge. Like that is, looks like it's going for that sort of tone, but with aliens. Yeah, and cool. That's good enough for me. I'll watch it. Um, this is interesting. I feel like I don't know about you actually, James, but me and Steve had the same response to this. Where this next trailer for Cam, we started watching it thinking like, "What on earth is this?" And then all of a sudden, it did a complete U-turn and looked like one of the most interesting, exciting films on this list. So. Yeah, it's basically about a cam girl, and it's like a weird, like thriller, psychological, yeah. maybe science fiction. She's going to steal her identity, and then she cuts her throat, but she doesn't. It looks so cool. She's smashing yeah. her face on desks. I just, I'm all in on this. Yeah. I didn't have the same sort of reaction as you guys because I, I'd seen articles about it on Facebook, so I kind of uh, knew a little yeah. bit more what to expect. Um, but yeah, I'm sorry, it gave me a little bit of a. Uh, did you see the film Nerd a couple of years ago? No. With Emma Robertson. No. It was. It gave me that sort of vibe. So if you watch that, and for anyone who's listening, it kind of gave me that sort of vibe. Well, and that was a good film. Uh, it wasn't great. Maybe this could. Maybe this could be great. Maybe it could be great. Maybe. Um, oh, and it was the first Netflix film on this list. The first of many Netflix films on this list. I think we've actually cut a few of them. Have we cut all of them? So many pies at the moment. Netflix. Yeah, we might have. Anyway, Toy Story Four times two. We've got two different teasers this week. What do you think? The teasers. Like, I don't really care. Like, um, me and Tommy are on the same sort Thank of you. boat here. The first teaser was just them holding hands, going in a little, nice little circle. Like, what's the point? Exactly. I mean, like, I, I did, it was like you know what? I, I, wasn't, I wasn't put off 
I wasn't no. cut off or anything like that. I mean, I was just excited by that teaser as I was by them saying we're going to do Toy Story yeah, 4. It did exactly. nothing new for me. Yeah. You've got Forky. It's the new character. Yeah. I, I mean, mean I, I didn't think there wasn't going to be a new character in it. I don't know what's the big, like, you know. It's sure, exciting it's because it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm not a toy. He's, he's hard to up that he's not a toy. As long as he doesn't follow the same beats as Toy Story 1, you know, Buzz having a midlife crisis, they, you know. I don't think we've got a synopsis now. Yeah, actually, you kind of mentioned that because originally, obviously, it's meant to be the the Bo Peep love story yeah. with John Lasseter and Rashida Jones. Obviously, they've left now. Um, I think the main thing is that it's a road trip movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've got the synopsis cool. here. Uh, Woody has always been confident about his place in the world and that his priority is taking care of his kid, whether that's Andy or Bonnie. But when Bonnie adds a reluctant new toy called Forky to her room, a road trip adventure alongside old and new friends will show Woody how big the world can be for a toy. Directed by Josh Cooley uh, and produced by Jonas Rivera and Mark Nielsen. Disney Pixar's Toy Story 4 ventures to UK cinemas on the 21st of June 2019. Oh, sorry, I didn't realise it was going to turn into a full <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, no>. Sorry, <laughs> I didn't, it, was, it was from the press release, but... Yeah, looks it, it, it looks is. interesting. The the second teaser did more for me, I will say, yeah. just because I'm such a big Key and Peele fan. Oh, yeah. so and it was hilarious. it was so funny, and that 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 got me really excited for the film more so yeah. than the other one. I think they're, they're playing carnival toys. Carnival yeah. toys are toys that are you know normally strapped down onto you know gates and that, so you can't win them unless you you know. Um, back to the uh, Disney press release. Uh, Duck and Bunny are carnival prizes who are eager to be won. But when their plans are rudely interrupted, they find themselves on an unexpected adventure with a group of toys who have no idea what it feels like to be tacked to a prize wall. Funny men, Keegan-Michael Key and Jordan Peele provide the voices of Duck and Ducky and Bunny, respectively. And then it goes into the directed by Josh Cooley. <laughs> <laughs> I, I won't go there. He's still there. You I can see that, that's 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 stuff online already about how people already want uh, Ducky and Bunny or whatever their names are. Spin-off already. Yeah, yeah that's I'd watch it. Uh, I'd buy that for a while. that's where the Toy Story franchise will go after that. Maybe. I'm going to say on record right now that Forky will die at the end of the film. Really? I think, yeah, it's going to be I like I feel like he will meet Knifey and Spooner. Yeah. Probably. Two, two yeah, more times. Yeah, probably will. No, because he's like only held together by like plasticine. I think we'll just fall apart throughout the film. And the last uh, emotional ten minutes, according to Tom Hanks, will be about him passing away. You think Forky? Forky's going to just, he's just going to fall apart. Why would that be like the big emotional thing? Because it's not because the toy's going to die. Son? It's the death of a toy. Toys Why don't normally die. Do you, think, do you think Mr. Potato Head's going to die? Well, I, you know, he's cast in the film, but... Um, it's amateurnic, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, just as like a farewell kind of... I, I, if you won't die, I think it'll just like, it'll be off screen, or just, you'll just have like non-vocal... I, I, I'm not sure if anyone, any of them will die, and I think it'll just be the same sort of Similar sort of places to where we left them at the end. Where's Bo Peep? We're getting Bo Peep back. I think we will get Bo. Because I, I don't think the only reason she was in Toy Story 3 is because she would have melted in the she, uh, she thing. Was cast, she was cast in, in number 4. Okay. Yeah, and that's sort of after Rashida Jones left, there was still a lot of talk as to whether they were still going to go with that script. And I think there'll be, uh, there might not be the same script, but I think they will take aspects from that and still be going with. I think that's what the road trip is still going to be about. To find her and watch Forky die. <laughs> Well, you heard it here first. Yep. Um, okay, moving on. Steve is so good at predictions, so he's probably right. I've got a crystal ball. We'll get there, we'll get there. So moving on, uh, Detective Pikachu. Holy, oh my God. Best trailer of the week. It was so good. I was yeah, so right. surprised. Absolutely blown away. It looked incredible. It looks so much... Not only does the world look moody and interesting, but like, yeah, they, they've 
that they've managed to pull off. It seems they've managed to pull off Detective Pikachu, but it's still, I still think it's a weird thing. It's a weird place to start for the it Pokemon is really franchise. Weird. Like you, it's like the it's like a soul. Open, it's like, yeah, I think it'll open the door for more Pokemon, Pokemon universe films. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I just I f- you feel like you know if there's going for this big live action Pokemon yeah. universe, mm. you think they'd start with. I mean, if not Ash, but like probably Ash. Yeah, you feel you, like they'd start, start off with, with a Pokemon trainer, you know, going for badges and stuff. Like, yeah. You feel like that's that's the story you'd go for first, yeah. rather than this bizarre thing. Team Rocket, but. Yeah. That being said, I'm all in. <laughs> it yeah, looks incredible. It's it so much fun. The interesting point is, will it be the first like great video game movie? Um, maybe. It might be. Maybe, yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting itself. Yeah, that's a good point. It, yeah, you sort of don't think about it as a no. video game first, but yeah. But it could be. Are you on board with kind of the design of Pokemon and the aesthetics? Yeah, I think it looks fine. Yeah. I don't understand this. Uh, I don't think that was cute. my biggest worry going into this about how they were going to do realistic looking things, but it kind of toes that right sort of line where they look like the like, traditional cartoon yeah. style, and but they'd still look realistic. I think you should be, think you be a bit silly, be a bit cartoony. Yeah. Like, it's okay. I think, but I, I think that's one thing I've learned from uh, the going back to last week, the Jungle Book. Uh, Mowgli. I thought you were going to say Alvin the Chipmunk. What's it called? Mowgli. Mowgli. Uh, something. Mowgli something. Mowgli in the Just jungle. Mowgli. Yeah, whatever. And Stamps Mowgli. And yeah, Jungle yeah. Book Origins. Yeah. Is that like they haven't gone totally photorealistic? They do look a bit cartoony, and that's kind of just okay. It's just a. Yeah, it kind of removes that uncanny yeah. valley because you're kind of just not going for it. I think some work and some don't. Like, like Mr. Mime is really weird. It's the same with Mr. Mime and Jimmy Wayne's going to look weird. I don't know. They're kind of reminding me. Do you remember what you see on the internet? You get those renders, like if, yeah. if Bart Simpson or Homer Simpson. Really yeah, well, I love those. Kind of weird, I love like, those. 3D renders, kind of like that. I think most of it is just getting used to how they look on screen. Yeah. Apart from that, it looks great. I'm really excited for it as a massive fan. It will yeah. probably now be because of that trailer in my top ten anticipated for next year. So I hope these two films don't open on the same weekend because they definitely have the same audience. But Roma, the Roma trailer. What do we think what of? What do we think of uh, Alfonso Cuarón's personal masterpiece? Um, I just, I, I'm more excited about it because of the buzz that it's getting, and even in that trailer, you see how many like five stars it's got, and that kind of gets you more excited. Yeah, um, it's a different gear, isn't it? You yeah. got to switch into it's a different, yeah, different eyes. Yeah, yeah. But it looks fantastic. It does like, look really fantastic. Which I'm looking forward to seeing what Cuarón does. You know, I think he's a huge talent. And it kind of looks like he's going back to his old, like, you know, Children of Men and Gravity sci-fi sort of films. But going back to, like, E2 Mama Tambien, where it's just more personal stories about, like, characters and stuff like that. So I'm really, really excited Could that for this. that be, like, a first proper, do you think, uh, Oscar nomination yeah. for Netflix? Uh, ooh, Possibly. I mean, it's getting the theatrical run yeah. at the end of November, and that's and then, uh, that's the sort Netflix of thing run in December, which is where yeah, you yeah. do it. So, yeah, possibly, possibly a big shout for them for sure. Mm. Um, the next one, fighting with my family, which looks excellent. I mean, I'm not really a big wrestling guy. Yeah, I, right. I, when I was a kid, I really was. I, I like, I've been to SmackDown. I've been to Raw. Like, I, I used to be a huge fan. Um, but this looks like fun, like a great like, way in. I'm not familiar with. Paige, uh, is she still a wrestler now? I don't know. Does anyone know? I've got no idea. No, yeah, I really don't know. The, in fact, the only wrestling information I get now is from my girlfriend who watches the um, like Divas show that the 
the reality TV show. <laughs> so she knows more about it than me just through that. I, I, I know like The Rock and Randy Savage and yeah. Brave Mysterio. That's, that's about it. Yeah. I was a big John Cena guy back in the day. Back in the when he was like a, a heel and he was like a when you couldn't see guy. <laughs> no, and then, then he became. Then he did this whole like. Then he became a meme. He was yeah. with Fred, Fred the movie. It's Fred's dad. That was he. It's really weird. I've never seen. I don't know who no. Fred is. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this film is really right. funny. It looks really cool. Apart from the Norwich shirt. I think it might even be that bit. I think that whole family bit might be set in Norwich, which is a big problem for me. Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, which is everyone, um, James is from Ipswich. People might know. Um, people in Sweden might know. Yeah. And uh, there's a famous derby called the uh, the Old Farm Derby. The Old Farm Derby. Yeah, which is a play on the Old Farm Derby. Is it a farm? Is a sheep in like cattle on that? No. It's, it's a Portman Road and Carrow Road. Those were two roads. I'm not a football fan. Yeah, it's just a big rivalry. Big local. It's not even, they're not even close. You're close to Colchester, aren't you? Yeah, close to Colchester, but Colchester are rubbish. Um, <laughs> anyway, we want to to film this. Also, also wear the same colour as it no, no. James, bring it back. Come on, focus. Um, Dumbo looks good, doesn't it? I would cry. Looks fucking. Looks really great. <laughs> Be censored that one out. I'm gonna cry. Um, visually, it looks astounding. It's Tim Burton. Personally, I think. He's been off form the last few years, which is my opinion anyway. Yeah, I, I heard, I heard um, Big Eyes was quite good, but I didn't even see it. No, Christopher Fultz and Amy Adams, yeah. but I never saw it in the end. The last film I enjoyed by him was, I think, was called Bride. But so visually and story-wise, it looks like a return to form. It's got Danny DeVito, it's got Colin Farrell. I mean, you're telling me it's Tim Burton and Danny DeVito on a circus with Danny DeVito some sort of ringleader and I'm like yeah Big Fish I'm all there <laughs> I've seen that film I love it <laughs> um, it's interesting that uh, John August isn't writing it considering you know um, their yeah. past but John August has also just written Aladdin so I guess he's got his fingers in other Disney pies so yeah, um, so, yeah I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing it Disney 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 all year it's going to be really exciting and I can't wait yeah, I yeah. can't wait yeah uh, that's trailers. Yeah, we, we kind of we kind of cut a load out there that look good, but you know the other guys didn't want to talk about it. I was all there. I'm, I'm rooting wait, for you. Wait, wait, it's not a blame game. Here. Come on, it's about time. <laughs> okay, let's move on to the headlines. Um, we're gonna kind of gloss over these fairly quickly and talk about a couple of other things. Um, firstly, Blue Mouse TV team with Amazon for eight feature-length thrillers uh, from diverse filmmakers is the headline. Mm. Um, What's interesting to me is the is Blue Mouse TV department, although they're producing feature yeah. films, so it's like TV movies, but. Amazon budget? I'm, I'm kind of at a loss for what's going well, on there. I just wonder whether they'll be the sort of thing that'll be going to Amazon Prime. Yeah. To that or so even it's interesting that their TV department, rather than working on yeah. serialised TV, are just kind of doing maybe their anthologies, feature yeah, anthologies yeah, or something. Yeah, I, don't I think know. it might just mean that they get smaller budget than some of the, because Blumhouse have been killing it. They've been doing really well lately. Um, Wait, the Purge TV, is that Blumhouse? Purge? I think it might be. Well, yeah. Because they've just done a TV series, haven't they, on Amazon? Is it good? I don't what know. I've only seen there? the first Purge movie. I oh, quite liked it, actually. It really surprised me. Two of them, I think. But, no. Huh. No one cares about that. Interesting. But yeah, I think that's cool. I, I'm liking all the, the push for... It was just all about Netflix and how much they've got coming, especially potentially Oscar-winning stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm interested to see see what these turn out like because I've been liking everything Bloomhouse have been doing. Mm. Um, Pedro Pascal and Gina Carano uh, join John Favreau's The Mandalorian. Everyone excited for that? Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, yeah, Pedro Pascal has the right choice. Like, right? In a year that's got the final season of Game of Thrones, 
uh, uh, I'd put the man how excited I am for the Mandalorian just below. Yeah, just, just for it. Just I'm, for I'm, like I'm game ready game for Game of Thrones to end now. Like I really like it, but I'm just like, yeah, yeah. it's like a great story. Just it's just right to the end of it. Yeah. Like, uh, but bringing back to Pedro Pascal is perfect casting. I think yeah. he's been on fire recently since he was like oh, in one season of Game, game of Thrones. One of my favorite characters. He's in Narcos yeah. as well. Brilliant in Narcos. Kingsman yeah. two. He's one of the two. He's gonna be in Wonder Woman two. He was in the Equalizer two. Doing a hot streak right now. He's doing all right. He's doing all right. He's getting some work. Um, Margot Robbie to produce uh, Barbed Wire Heart for Warner Brothers so this is like a novel that came out this year apparently back in March it's yeah, getting a lot of like a lot of heat and um, yeah it's interesting to see that she's producing and stuff yeah. um, she's sticking with Warner Brothers obviously she's got the relationship there with um, the DC stuff Yeah. so I'm guessing they're giving her like a good deal and I, I think she's producing Birds of Prey if not she was doing that Harley Quinn yeah, Harley yeah Quinn. I think she got the option on the two uh, the, the, the Gotham City well. Sirens and Birds of Prey she got yeah, the option on her as a producer which is good I like to see that I like to see yeah. I mean, one of my favourite things is you know what Tom Cruise has done for the Mission Impossible stuff as a mm. producer same with Vin Diesel on Fast and Furious yeah. I, think, I, think it, I think it shows in the work when you've got a, an actor and a creative person in that producer role as it's well passion, isn't it? because it's because it takes passion. it takes a big name sometimes to get things going and when you are that big name as well it makes it's you know such a huge help and such a huge bonus so yeah interested to see that mm. okay so one of the big topics we want to talk about the uh, Avengers 4 runtime is currently at 3 hours <laughs> not long enough <laughs> oh come on that's too long I'm going to I'm going to justify it in the the last one was what 2 and a half hours and that flies <sighs> I could sit there on I just think, four hours as long as it's as long as it's paced well like the last it's the, it's the same problem for me with Batman v Superman where they had to cut important stuff out to get it to a decent runtime. because at the end of the day like you can tell a good concise story in you know an hour and a half two hours to, to, to have to go three hours to me seems like bad writing it seems like you've got um, you've got like problems there you've got issues and you need to you need to refine that stuff. You need to tell your story shorter. I or break it into... I've put a little note here on our show notes. Mm-hmm. Should the, this culmination, i.e. Infinity War, this next one, should it have been a trilogy of films instead? Because they talked about Splits 2. Because, you know, do you want to lose stuff? Do you, do, do you want to just tell three different stories to encapsulate everything? Or do you just write a good one film that's not going to be overstuffed and... Is it now going to be missing stuff? Because they're not going to release a three-hour film. Let's, let's get that right. Or are they? They're not going to release a three-hour film. It'll be, well, They'll be losing be so much money by the end. I think it's more down to fan service, and that they think they want to represent all the heroes that they can, and give them the right amount of screen time to be more disappointed. But like I said, yeah, three hours, you can make it it's a lazy writing. Yeah. I don't... I think, down a little bit. That's what I think. I don't, I, I don't even know. I think they might just be looking into it a little bit more. A lot of films are... A longer to start with, and they cut stuff out, and they end up being great. So I don't necessarily have a problem with it being. I imagine the first cut of the first Infinity War um, was probably around the same sort of length, if not longer, and they've cut stuff from that. So I don't think it's a problem. I think that's way too long. I think that's way too much to have to have to waste. I think because I don't, I don't think I don't think two and a half hours. I think that's too long. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think two hours is where they should be. It should be a ceiling, really. It's just a, but it's, forty it's, is where you should be looking at the amount of characters that they've got. I think is part of the problem as to why it's so long. You've got to yeah. give them all those, exactly. those moments. Yes, yeah, but I, I, but I'm not. I'm 
I don't know. It's difficult to say because you could put you could put out a four hour cut and I'd go and watch it. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I have faith in the Russos enough. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Um. No. Okay. So this is a bit. This is a bit sad, really. I mean, we got some news this week. Everyone's heard it now, and everyone's sort of chimed in. I guess it's us just chiming in. But um, obviously, Stanley passed away, ninety-five years old. Uh, I, I don't think you can understate the impact he's had on our culture twice in his lifetime, really. Firstly, when he first started creating... I think I spoke about this on this podcast, actually, about how um, the, the DC comics, when that started out, it was, you know, detective comics, it was action comics, and it was an amalgamation of all these things sort of coming together, whereas Marvel Comics sort of started out with the idea in mind of a shared universe, and Stanley was very much a big part of that. Um, and obviously he pioneered the idea of um, non-perfect like superheroes. They had problems, they had real-world problems that were relatable to everyone, mm-hmm. um, and he really you know, had to, touched a lot of people's lives and had a big impact on a lot of people, and he, he sort of became a, a character in his own right that everyone sort of loved and responded to and reacted to well throughout his 95-year life. And I think then again when... Um, Obviously, the superhero film started coming big. I guess you can first attribute it to probably... I mean, there were superhero films before this, obviously, especially in DC, I'm talking Marvel. But the big one was uh, X-Men in 2000. Um, yeah. And then he started having all these cameo roles in all of them, uh, including all the fan... You know, throughout the studios. It doesn't even matter, just Marvel Studios. It was, you know, in Sony films. It was in it was Fox in, films. Uh, he has, uh, I guess... Can't sort of spoil it for people who haven't seen it, but he was in Teen Titans Go, so he was in really? a DC film. <laughs> yeah, I mean he wrote for some DC yeah. over, over his career. Mm. Um, so I, I, th- I think it's you know truly sad, and some of the tributes have been really touching. I think it's always a, re- a testament to someone's life how when they do finally you know unfortunately leave that they leave behind such an important legacy, and everyone there's an outpouring of mm. of love and support and stuff like that. And you know, it's a weird thing to say, but his wife died like just last year, or it might have even been yeah, it was just last year. Um, so I, I think you know he probably wasn't sad to go. He was ninety five yeah. years old. He lived a very fulfilled life um, creatively and yeah. his personal life. Yeah, I mean, you know, he had a lot of issues as well with people, especially in the last years of his life, trying to get money from him in his circle. Yeah, he's a state in China. Yeah, yeah that's so right. So I think he was definitely a kind of a, a, a really busy few years for him sadly, at the end of his life, but like you kind of said to me, the, the cultural impact that this guy's had on just about everyone, really, around mm-hmm. the world is, is crazy. Uh, you know, superheroes and representation of people, and obviously there's always talk of, you know, the, the rivalry between DC and, and Marvel and that. But I think Stanley just kind of transcends that. Yeah. And he's just had an impact on everyone on, on how to really write a hero and, you know, how you, you know, take that, those lessons from comic books and kind of Bring it into your own life and into practice. Um, I think I saw a quote online that said the biggest cameo that Stanley's had is in our, in our own lives. <laughs> Therefore, kind of nice way to, to, to sum it up. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to miss him. Um, I, I think he shot um, around about five more cameos according yeah, to Kevin Smith. Okay. So we'll see him around in the next, in the next what, year or so. Yeah, that's going to be a bit it's, sweet. It's, it's yeah, you imagine that? Like, I don't know. In the UK, we don't cheer. For like things in cinema, but I feel like that might be a moment 
people would cheer a bit yeah. and the board clapping during a film. Yeah. You obviously wasn't in the same theatre as me when I saw Creed. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we're, we're seeing in Spider-Verse and Captain Marvel, I think we'll, we'll get a massive trigger at the end of Infinity War. Yeah, it's going to yeah, have that yeah. same Carrie Fisher effect when in Love yeah. and Memory of at the end and yeah. I'll be bawling. <laughs> and it's like, even, if, even for films he hasn't recorded a cameo for, you imagine they're going to like find a way to put a picture of him somewhere in the background yeah. or I, 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 I doubt there will ever be a Spider-Man film about his name at the end 100%. I mean obviously they have to put you know yeah. created by him and uh, Steve Ditko but yeah. I, I think there will also be a tribute to him as well because yeah. so many of these creatives working today they all met him they all spoke to him yeah. and they all love him and respect him and he has such an influence yeah exactly yeah. What, was your, what was your guys favourite cameo? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I think one of mine is the most kind of poignant. I think it's in, it's very short. I think it's in Spider-Man 3 where um, Peter Parker is watching like a billboard that says that um, Spider-Man gets the keys to the city and he walks up and he says something along the lines of I guess one person can make a difference and he just mm. walks off and that's it. I, just think I, I like cool. his cameo in the first one where he's yeah. just like nah, it's rubbish. <laughs> 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 no, I think uh, my favourite is actually, it's not my favourite film by any stretch. It's not bad but the Amazing Spider-Man when the uh, uh, the library the light, yeah, yeah, yeah. turns on and the lizard and Spider-Man fight in the background I love that that's that my favourite I think my favourite one might be his one in Civil War Tony Stank oh Tony, Tony Stank yeah, yeah. That's, a good one. that's a good one yeah the uh, Hugh Hefner one's pretty good and even yeah. the the Guardians 2 one Oh, the Watchers, the Watchers. that was pretty great oh yeah, yeah, yeah that that they made he canon yeah <laughs> but he's um, I don't know if he's actually uh, what's his name Utapu uh, Upata, Upata. The, the watcher from the comics anyway who, who sees all the big events so yeah. I don't know whether he's actually him or not but yeah it canonises all really of his appearances yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that is fantastic yeah he, he will be I mean it, it's I'm sure the one he enjoyed the most is his Deadpool one yeah <laughs> yeah I mean it's just one of those great things where we're talking about a man who's like recently passed away but we're just talking about his life and we've all got smiles on our faces right it's now just, it's, it's like he's an old friend yeah it's, before, it's a know. huge you know, yeah. you see all these people posting pictures with him. Yeah. Um, and um, you see, he had time for everyone. And he was just, he seemed like a really open, nice guy. And then if you bumped into him in the street, he'd probably happily sit there and talk with you for, you know, five minutes about whatever you ask him. He just seemed so generous. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so that's Stanley. I uh, just wanted to give our sort of thoughts on that. Um, so, yeah, moving on to. Last week's box office. <coughs> um, I, I, I think I'm just looking at these show notes. I think you've got a, there's a mistake here. You, you've no, got, there's, you've got, there's, there's you've not. Got one or two mixed up. There's not actually a mistake. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, I'm, I'm quite positive. So, it, for those who did this last week, we, um, we gave our predictions. Uh, Steve predicted that um, Bohemian Rhapsody would be number one again, despite uh, the Grinch opening this week. And that it wouldn't drop. And then it wouldn't yeah, drop. It would make more it would money. Make more it's, money it's the power of But alas, that's the, you, you, were, you made a mistake. <laughs> so close. Um, in fact, uh, I said the Grinch would make 70 million. No, here we go. Pat on the back. No, 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 no. It's not a pat on the back. Okay. And um, I believe you was going to buy me lunch if it was within 10% of that. Which it's... It is. <laughs> it, is. it is. I can confirm that. So I'll, I'll, I'll buy you lunch. One lunch from Steve. Thank you very much. Yeah. No, but um, let's have a look at the, the numbers this week and, yeah. and sort of talk through it. So number one is the Grinch. Surprising, only Steve. Um, he's <laughs> <laughs> open to sixty-seven and a half million uh, for a new release, which is about expected. Um, I don't think it'll have much of a drop either because it's it's moving on to um, 
Christmas. Oh no, actually it will because we're talking about yeah, that, yeah, a new release yeah. next week. But Ooh. but it, it's going to stay steady in the top five for a while anyway because it's it's that sort of film and it's that sort of time of year. Yeah. Uh, what's the critical reception actually? I've not seen it yet. I've not heard much. Middle. Middle. Okay. Um, so number two was Bohemian Rhapsody, which. Uh, <laughs> Which brought in thirty one point two million oh, this week. Really close, to oh. really close. Yeah, yeah, almost halfway there. <laughs> Dropping off thirty eight point nine percent, which isn't a huge drop. To no, be that's fair, it's not bad. It's not uh, number three. This is the one that, that surprised me slightly. Uh, it's the Overlord made ten point two million. I, I didn't think it would quite crack ten, um, but it made ten point two uh, for a new release, and I saw it as well. And yeah. I was blown away. I loved it. I absolutely loved this film. Um, have you seen it yet, Steve? I haven't seen it yet, but it's, it's on my list. It's really good. I'm really enjoying it. It does war stuff really well. It's not. I wouldn't go into an into it expecting a horror film as such. But no, I wasn't. To be fair, I was yeah. expecting like a big kind of action. I think it's to you like um, I can't remember what it sounds like. Yeah, like a sucker punchy, like yeah. stupid action. It wasn't even quite that, but it was. No, it was, it was quite pulpy and campy, yeah. and like it was really fun. Like, movie but with a good budget. yeah and oh my god the guy who plays Euron Greyjoy in Game of Thrones who was like the he was playing the Nazi officer in this he, he was just having the best time he yeah, was having the great. most fun as <laughs> that villain you could just oh you could tell it was like yeah poor enough to scream um, anyway number four um, was the Nutcracker in the Four Realms which had steady brought in 10 million dropped 50% can't imagine it being in the top five next no, week, to no, be honest. Um, but it's had its run, it's done it right. Yeah. 10 million. Yeah, I, th- I thought it would get around that, to be honest. I thought it would be number three, but I didn't think Overlord would crack 10. Um, but then number five, Star is Born. I can't remember if I got this all right. I don't know, we'll have to, we'll have to check. Yeah. Um, Star is Born made 8 million, dropping 26.3%. Six weeks and it's still in the top five. I imagine it's. Probably had its day now, yeah. though, isn't it? It's very admirable. Unless, Steve, it goes to number one next week. <laughs> oh, it could be a, a massive intake. It's anyone's game, I think. It's still dropping 26%. It's bare, it hasn't had a big... You know, often films yeah. have like a 50-60% drop, and that's not usually a particularly bad thing. It kind of is what happens. Yeah. But Star Wars Born has kind of been just trickling away 10, 20%, 30% here and yeah. there. Um, and with the potential Oscar nominations... It, it's probably going to ride out till January, February yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, particularly, yeah. Uh, if it gets good Oscar buzz, yeah, exactly. which I think it probably will. Yeah. Um, okay, so next week's we've got a few new films coming. Um, two of them I've seen, one of them I haven't even heard of. Um, so we've got Fantastic Beasts, uh, The Crimes of Grindel, Grindelwald. Grindelwald. Yeah. Um, we've got Instant Family. What yeah. is this? There's uh, Mark Wahlberg. He like adopts like three kids. Oh, okay, yeah. I think is I saw the, I think I saw the poster or something. Um, we'll go over <laughs> It might not be. We'll go over and we've got. And we've got. I've heard people talking about it as a family. I just didn't know. I didn't connect to. But um, and widows. Uh, so I've I've seen Fantastic Beasts mm-hmm. and widows. Mm-hmm. Um, I Fantastic love Beasts one of them. <laughs> I hate the other one, but that's uh, bye bye. Um, uh, isn't Rocket Ralph two out for Americans next week as well? Week after, I think. Week yeah, yeah not, not just I, yeah. I think we got the 30th, something like that. Yeah, we get Wrecker Ralph and Green on the same day. Oh, it's going to be a tough day. It's going to be it's gonna be fun day, actually, back to back. I can actually get Wrecker Ralph's. Yeah, just double check for me. Cause I, I think um, oh, I, I've only got a UK date, sorry. All right. uh, 
for, for uh, well, it's obviously a fantastic piece. Is gonna yeah. Should we do should we do top fives? Do you want to go first, James? You got yours? Yeah. yeah. Um, oh wait, what? I thought you said you go first. I was already. I'm not ready. <laughs> do you want me to go first? Yeah, go for it. All right. I think five's gonna be. I think five's gonna be widows. I I just can't imagine it getting that massive big push. It's, it's close. It's between Instant Family and Widows. I feel like Instant Family is going to have a bit more of a broad appeal. Yeah. Uh, is Widows R-rated? Yeah. 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 I think that's going to be number five then. I think number three is probably going to be Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, probably around 45%. But it might drop. be a one. It might be a one. You said this is anyone's Let's not spoil Steve's list. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, might, it might be a... Uh, yeah. But I think it's going to be number three. I've got about 45% drop on that again. Um... Then I've got Grinch at number two. Uh, I reckon about 50% drop. You know, around 30-something million. And then number one, I, don't, I, I think it's a no-brainer. It's going to be uh, Fantastic Beasts. Um, I've got a tiebreaker number if if needed. I've got oh, about 67 million. Oh, it's about the same as what Grinch made it. I reckon around the same sort of money. I don't think it'll be much more than that, about 67. What you got, James? I am going to go for... I'm going to go for Instant Family at five. Okay. As you know. Okay. <laughs> the, that, I was, that was the sorry, sorry, me. Sorry, yeah, no, just to mix it up, I'll go Instant Family at five. Okay. Then I'll go Widows. Then I'll go Faux Rap. Then I'll go The Grinch. And then I'll go Fantastical Beasts. What do you think it's making? What Fantastic Beasts? Mm. Um, I don't know. It's not making people happy, I'll tell you that. It's not making people Harry, but... Harry? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> It was it. amazing or fantastic. No, um, <laughs> it's beastly. I think the, the Harry Potter name right. is such a <laughs> such a big name. I think I'm gonna poke my number at eighty. Eighty. Whoa. Whoa. So if yeah, you're wrong, you're at your lunch. <laughs> Sorry, no, it's, that's, that's not how it works. This is a wild card. I'm not gonna go eight. Just you're a you You're insane. But it's Harry Potter. So yeah, it has potential. It could. If it was called Harry Potter and the Crimes of Grindelwald, I might agree with you a little more. But I don't think Fantastic no. Beasts has got the same. What did that make opening weekend? If it was on the sheet. You could tell you, but it's not on the sheet. Well, I'm sorry, I didn't give you what the last film made. I think it opened around the same time, didn't it? It was in November. Well, if Steve does his list, I'll go on, Steve. I'll find it. No, no I'm just gonna be boring because I, I agree with what you said, James. You, you took the words right out of my mouth. Go on, what's your, so what's your five to five to one? Instant family, five. Yeah, instant family at five. And then did we say it was my favourite at four? No, no, widows at four. Four to five, <laughs> bow and rap. Number three. You think it's gonna drop from one to th- oh no, no, because it was at number two this week, not number one. Yeah. My mistake. And then Grinch and then Beasts. What do you think Beasts is making? I'm going to say a comfortable 72. I knew he was going to go right in the middle of the chain. I knew he was going to do that. So, 72. What, what was your number that you were going with? 67. 67. So the number that the first Fantastic Beast made opening weekend was 74. Oh, it gave us a foot, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I think this would be a little less. I think if Steve is wrong, by off, even by like $1, he has to buy us both. <laughs> $1? <laughs> it's a lot of lunches here, guys. What about dinner instead? Is that too formal for you guys? I don't think there's any. No. I don't think there's any crazy. I mean, I don't think Fantastic Beasts is making eight million. No, you're crazy. Yep, I don't think he is. I'm not willing to put a lunch on it. I know you're not. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. It's crazy talk. But um, 
Yeah, we'll see. I, I'm. It could make less than sixty-seven. I think. It could, and, I, and given. I'll tell you what, it's going to have a big drop. It's going to have a yeah, big drop. Yeah, it's going to have 60, 60, not sixty-five. A sixty percent drop, I think, it's going to have from week but I think, two. I don't know. Mm. Potentially, with more of the ties of uh, being, it, it looks like. From the trailers, people can work out there's tied more into the Harry Potter franchise than the first one. Yeah, you got some Hogwarts in there. You got some Hogwarts in there. You got some Dumbledore. So I think that could have a factor in it. We'll see. I mean, only time will tell. If I'm right, you have to buy me lunch. Well, if it makes 80 million. Yeah. If it makes 80 million or more, I'll buy you lunch. I'll buy you. Well, if it makes 80 million or more, I'll give the lunch that Steve is going to buy for me to you. (laughs) Like a donation. It's like a voucher, I'll just give you the voucher. (laughs) Steve's coupons. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, I guess that's about the show today. We'll probably have a review coming out um, for Fantastic Beasts. I guess we're not going to do a Widow's review now. Uh, we could do. I mean, it's not out in the movie yet. I mean, you haven't seen it, have you, Steve? I can go outside. I guess we'll, we'll, we'll probably record a Fantastic Beasts. They might even be out before this. Who knows? You might be like, yeah, you've done it. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's, that's the show this week. Kind of a short one. We thought it was going to be really long with all the trailers, but... I guess we just haven't had a Star Wars topic that's particularly... We can talk about Star Wars. We did. We, we had the Mandalorian. We had a little Mandalorian. We, yeah. we haven't like, fixed Star Wars this week. I feel like every week we try to fix Star Wars. It's a little <laughs> segment, yeah. Because you can't fix the Mandalorian. Uh, you don't know that yet. I haven't I think, seen Oh, can't wait. <laughs> I'm pretty optimistic. I think it'll be great. Yeah, I was optimistic about The Force Awakens. And it was great. And it was Guys, great. come on, this is the end of the show. Let's not be so boring to yeah. have Star Wars. I wonder if the outro music's been playing this whole time. It, it is. It's just Stephen. That's the thing. Right we, we, we don't know. We don't know how long this conversation's going to go on for. Like, this could just be normal talk, and then the outro comes, you know, an hour in an hour's time. Yeah. I'm at the end of this video, guys. Okay. I've got the power to cut things out. We haven't. We haven't said goodbye yet. Yeah, we haven't said goodbye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>